Hello and welcome back to the Horror Movie Crew Podcast. This is episode 8 or so I'm told. Might be 9, it might be 7, I'm not really sure. 8. Today we're going to discuss The Strangers. I'm Josh. Hey y'all, Seth here. (laughs) (laughs) Jess. Wait. We're not singing it today? Jess. Mm. Much better, much better. <laughs> so Seth, you were kicking around some new ideas. What'd you have over what'd you have in mind over there for your, your intro? Oh, I tried that hey girl hey thing. I didn't like that. It failed? Yeah. Right on its face. Did mm-hmm. you get some bad comments or feedbacks from no. somebody? You. Well <laughs> No, I just that's, bullied him about it. That's typical. I'm not a bully. Actually, bullied him. He actually yelled at me when I got here. <sighs> no, no, I didn't. I give honest feedback that sometimes can be misconstrued as bullying. Okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to tell everybody about my shirt today, Seth? Apparently, it's muscle shirt. Episode. M- muscle. <laughs> muscle. <laughs> Dude. Muscle. When did they shirt. add an H to yeah. muscle? Well, you just look so hot in it. I got oh, discombobulated. Thanks, dear. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Josh is practically Marshall. naked today. Mm-hmm. I saw a nip. Did yeah, you? Keep nip slip. Keep Sorry. Out. Got on my manties, too. Put those thunder nips away. Don't be jealous because I have beautiful <laughs> I have beautiful man nipples. We're Don't be sli- jealous. Slice through the fabric. <laughs> 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 oh, what a jerk, <laughs> dude. We are joined, as always, by the beer bucket. Bowl. Sometimes they call it bowl. <laughs> call it bucket. Damn beer we bowl. We are joined, as always, by the beer bucket. But it's looking a little short on uh, product there this week. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully I'm not boring. Anyway, we're talking about my movie, The Strangers. Um, I got to be honest, though, Seth. You really need a win this week when we get to the trivia section. <laughs> Sorry, it was coming out of the hole. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Are we situated? Yeah. We started a little prematurely here. Sorry. Um, anyway, you need a big win this week. You mean for ratings? No, for trivia. Oh, yeah. Have you got your movie picked out already if you win? I do, actually. Oh, look, he's ready to go. Shoot. All right. Full disclosure, I don't have any uh, stabby ratings picked out yet for my movie. I actually don't, I don't for either. this either. Oh, gosh. Well, this ought to be exciting. Hmm. So have you guys seen this movie before? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both of you. Mm-hmm. Has it been a long time? It's been a couple of years I've for me. I've seen it a lot. Oh, you've seen it a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw good. it when it came out. And then I've seen it a lot since then. I mean, I saw it in theaters a little bit. Hmm. So I saw this, and then I became obsessed with Liv Tyler. When Abby and I got together in 2010, my computer's name was Liv. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It had a picture of Liv Tyler. As you probably could have guessed, based on the name of the computer. Wow. I know. Thank you for serious. sharing that with us. It's pretty serious. Yeah. I have a, a, a very... Hear that bird? I have a lot of love for Liv Tyler. Specifically for this movie, because I don't really know anything else she's ever done. <laughs> other than Lord of the Rings, but... Really? Yeah, you know. She's been in a lot. Yeah, I looked that up yesterday. I was like, wow, she's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I couldn't name anything else, but... Pearl Harbor... Mm. She's Armageddon. She's in Armageddon. Empire Records. Oh, that's old. That thing you do. I love that thing you do. 
Not like that thing you do, but do like the movie. That thing you do. <laughs> I don't want anybody out there to be like, hmm. <laughs> That's pretty old, though. Hmm. Yeah. These two. Okay, we have no reviews. Actually, we do not have reviews, but we do have social media comments that we're not going to read. And by the time this episode comes out, we would have already read them on our secret episode. That by the time this one comes out, it won't be a secret anymore. So I can talk about it at full length if I wanted to, really, because it would have already happened. Yeah, but I'm not going to, because yeah. I like secrets. Speaking of secrets, are you guys Burt Kreischer fans? Yeah. Mm. Mm. His stand-up on Netflix, Secret Time, is amazing. It's new? I thought he already had like a new one. Or is that the new It's one? Hey Big Boy's a new one, but Secret uh. Time on Netflix, I think it's better. But if you're into secrets, check it out. If you're into secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into Truth No Dare. We have a question, of, uh, a listener question, I think, for Truth No Dare, right? Our, our good friend is back. Yes. Oh. He is. <laughs> How <laughs> do we know it's a he? Why is it automatically? She is. Yeah. Okay, she is. Was it rape, I don't know. rape carriage? What's <laughs> 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 that again? Rape wagon okay. seven. Oh, this is a new one. Yes. At rape wagon seven. <clears throat> What is your favorite movie based off of a Stephen King book? Mm, that's a great question. Mm. Who wants to go first, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got to think. Mm. Your favorite movie based off of a Stephen King book. I'll go first. Okay. Dreamcatcher. Really? Yeah, I love Dreamcatcher. That's mm. the one where the alien comes out their butt, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just had to make sure I had the right movie. In Donnie's in it. Uh, Donnie he? Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg is Duddits. Oh, oh, he's Duddits? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Isn't Damian Lewis in that movie? Red headed guy from yes. Billions. Mm-hmm. Does it take place like in Alaska or somewhere? And Timothy Olyphant. Yeah. Yes, okay. that's what I was going to say next. I wasn't a big fan of that movie. Here's the thing. I love, as you guys can see, I love Stephen King books. I got two or three books the, up there. The Stephen King books, the, the couple that are up there. But uh, I don't know. I feel like the movies never pan out for me. Well, usually they're made for TV, though, so they're not going to be mm-hmm. That's true. Like, great. That's yeah. true. Um, If I had to pick one, it would probably either be The Shining or... Mm. The new it, not it chapter two, it chapter one, because I actually did not care for it chapter two. No, it kind of sucks actually. Jeez, I don't know if it sucked, but compared to the first one, it goodness was. gracious. I just still look at it as like a whole though. A whole, oh, like the it's this one long one movie. Long. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first half was better. Maybe for I'd sure. like it more if I did. Yeah. I don't, it was the kids. Like, the kids in that movie were awesome. Yeah, they were. The adults, not so much. Yeah. Well, plus, like, we, I think we've talked about this, but I think they totally miscast Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's really my fault because I got into those stupid fan theories, and I was like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be Chris Pratt. <laughs> I know. Like, who else would they cast other than Chris Pratt for this? And then it's not Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this sucks. I hate this Ben guy. That would have been grave. No. Yeah. Would have been. Should have, would have, could have. Hmm. Did you go yet? I tried to buy you some time. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> go ahead. Probably the Langoliers. The Langoliers. For some reason, I was obsessed with that movie when it was out. It was a TV movie. I don't know if I've ever seen that. It's the one where like that plane gets caught in like in between uh, time, yeah. and those things like come and eat time. What year did this come out? Oh God, I don't know. Mid 90s, maybe. Really? 
Were the were the graphics good or bad? Bad. Bad. It was one of those ones I was on for like a week. You know, like a mm. one of the mini series. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. It's a creepy concept. So prior to the new It movies, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 coming out, did you guys like the Tim Curry It? Mm-hmm. I did. It was kind of boring yeah. to get through that. a lot slower, but as a kid, I thought it was yeah, scary. Yeah, it was creepy. And that was made for TV, right? Yeah. Was it a two or three part? Two. Two. It was much more cheesy, of course. Yeah. Like, a lot of cheesy parts. Yeah, it was real cheesy. Misery was my runner-up. Oh, have you ever read the book? Mm-mm. Oh, the book's so good. The movie's good. It's just kind of fucked up. Yeah. If you like Kathy Bates. Which I do. Well, that's a good thing, then. That's probably why you like it. You can borrow the book. It's right there if you ever want to borrow it. Anything up there is yours. Just ask first. Okay. And no. down payment required. <laughs> to check it out. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Well, hey, let's jump into the discussion. I get to do a synopsis again. Oh God. I was not prepared for this. Um, okay. Well, hey, here it goes. Ready. What year did this come out? 2008. February 11th, 2005. That's when the movie takes place. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. No. We follow Kristen and James back to James's family vacation cottage where they've had an awkward rough evening at a wedding we don't yet know what the problem is but we soon find out that what they thought was their biggest problem is overshadowed by the strangers that's pretty good right i literally just made that up huh well i jumped ahead earlier but so you guys have both seen this before yeah more than once and do you remember the first time that you saw it? No, I don't know how you guys remember. Like, I never remember like the actual moment. It's because you did a lot of drugs it's as a child. Mom and <laughs> <laughs> well, I drink a lot. That's probably <laughs> the other problem. Yeah. Hmm. Jess, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I do. I saw it in theater. Oh, you already told me that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. At Cinema Five. I honestly don't remember what theater uh, it was, okay. but the Danbury. I did see it. It might have <laughs> been the Danbury. Stop it. <laughs> I saw this in theaters as well. It was not at the Danbury, but I did see it at theaters. What year was it? 2008 is when it came out. It takes place in 2005. No, I don't think I saw it in the theater then. Yeah. I think I might have seen it in Troy. I Ooh. Like I, I feel like I did. There's a Danbury in Troy. Is there? I think. I'm pretty sure. Danbury West. <laughs> Is that really what it's called? No, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds right. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, you know. What are you going to do? Jessica, I hope my nipple hanging out all episode is not going to throw you off. It's, it's definitely not leaking. Yeah. Um, I saw it in theaters, immediately loved it. It's one of my favorites. Um, I thought my two best friends would be able to find my list of movies I sent them, but apparently <laughs> not. Three hundred not going back that far. <laughs> 300 text messages ago. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, no. I need to just rewrite the damn thing is what I need to do. I don't, I'm not sure that you actually sent it to us. Mm. I think we all sent them to each other, but that's fine. Mm. I think he did, but it's way too far up there. Yeah. I just, <laughs> wrong. I just, it's going to take way too long. I understand. I understand. Sorry. So, all right, where in the hell did my beer go? It's already open. Hang on. <laughs> Deep throat in that one. It's a can, Seth. And yeah. yes, I was. 
These beers are cold, cold today. The war- the days of warm Miller Light are over. So, let's hop into the discussion. Uh, Not as good as the last one. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> I thought it was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're so supportive. I like that thing you do. You doing that thing you do. Opening scene, the voiceover. Very similar to Texas Chainsaw. Didn't the voice sound like the guy from Texas Chainsaw? I think they hired yeah, the kinda. same person. It was pretty close. You want to try to do the voice? Do you? Did you write down what he said? The whole... No, I just wrote down Bummer. True Events 2005. Mm. I wrote their names down. What you are about to see <laughs> is inspired by true events. According to the FBI, <laughs> it estimated 1.4 million violent crimes in America happen each year. That's what he says. Was that pretty good? Yeah. yeah. We'll find out. And mm-hmm. I actually didn't remember that part. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So it says it's based on true events, and I went back and looked, and the advertisements and everything said it was loosely based on the Manson Tate murders, mm. and then some um, break-ins that happened around um, the director's um, Brian Bertino is the director around his neighborhood as a child, so it was like a mixture of the two. So I don't think there were any actually any actually any actual true one true event this thing was based on. So well, I don't think it ever says exactly where they are, does it? Um, I don't know if it does give I don't a location. Think it ever does to even look up yeah. what it would be based. I think on. this was filmed in South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> does that sound right? Am I making that up? All right. Anyway, so Anywho. we're on we're on the night of February 11, 2005. Uh, we find out that there our two main characters are Kristen McKay and James Hoyt. Kristen McKay is played by Liv Tyler. James Hoyt is um, played by Scott Speedman. And Scott Speedman is in Underworld, right? I'm not sure. I think he's the like uh, the half the half like and half human. I have the movie somewhere, but I can't find it. I can tell you, he's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's hot. So they left a friend's wedding uh, to go to the family's summer home. Um, and then, again, this is all in that first voiceover scene. There's a lot of writing on the screen. Some of this is yeah. written down, some of it's not. The brutal events that took place that night are still not entirely known. Scene two, the 911 call. Uh, so we hear a 911 call. We see a car that's really beat up. The windshield's got shit thrown through. I think it's smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, two kids walk into the house. There's a bloody knife. There's a shotgun on the counter. Um, and I think on the phone you hear them say there's blood everywhere. And then it kind of cuts scene to the yeah. next scene, which is scene three. The red-faced car. So, we see Kristen and James for the first time. They're sitting under a traffic light, not talking. Their faces are all lit up by this, the red stoplight. Uh, and they're not talking. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's some cry trails going down her face. I yeah. didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. 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 Poor Liv. I wrote, clearly, the couple had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're driving. It's nighttime. They pull into a drive. Uh, James gets out and checks the mailbox. Kristen, Liv Tyler, is it? You know, she's sitting there, and I almost feel like 
at first it was like she was waiting for him to come open the door for her and he never does. It's like maybe that they're one of those couples. So then we knew there was trouble in paradise because he does not come open the door for her. Mm-mm. Nope. <sighs> There's a ton of mail also I noticed. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that they're trying to to tell us, hey, nobody's really ever at this house. Right. They don't frequent this place. James goes in, he looks around, he turns the lights on, uh, shows Kristen outside, and uh, it breaks my heart. She's standing there smoking. Mm-hmm. Oh, Liv. She's like, I'm going to finish my cigarette. <laughs> She's got smoker's <laughs> voice the whole time. No. So she puts the cigarette out, and she finally walks in. Um, and then I have a question here. Did you guys think that she was, like, waiting in the car for him to open the door for her? And, like, there's clearly some odd tension mm-hmm. going on between the two of them. But I kind of, you know, the more, the rewatching this, I kind of get the feeling that maybe she's a bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. As is he, though, which we'll get to later. But I think that the word tension is perfect because I think that describes this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of tension throughout the entire movie. Um, which we'll get to. But scene four, the record player. So Kristen starts a record. Then we see that there's rose petals all over the bed. Really, mm-hmm. they're all over the bedroom. They're in the bathtub. There's a bottle of wine and ice. Um, she asks when he did all of that. He tells her when she was out with the girls. So that leads us to believe that this was like a whole weekend event. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, They're both dressed up. Like I said, they have just left a wedding party. Um. That's when he tells her she can have the bedroom and says he'll take the other room. So at this point, we really don't know what the hell happened, right? Yep. All we know is they're not happy. And do we ever find out how long they've been together? Mm, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Hmm. That'd be good to know. Uh, he kind of erotically helps her undress, though, right? He's like... Mm-hmm. I wrote that that was really strange. Yeah. He just like doesn't even say anything, unzips the back of her dress, mm-hmm. takes her necklace off. Well, it's probably habit. Then he sniffed her butt. Did you guys see that part? Yeah. Yeah. I have the unrated version, so it's a little different. Yeah. Oh, I should have prefaced this by saying I did watch the unrated version. Did you guys watch the unrated version or the theatrical version? Theatrical. Theatrical. Okay. So I had like five minutes of extra scenes. So I, it'll be interesting to see if you guys can tell by my description of what was not in yours or if it even mattered. I don't know. Anyway, James is on the phone outside of the bedroom. He calls Mike, who I'm assuming is either a friend or a relative, and lets him know um, the night did not go as planned and um, asks if he'll come pick him up. So scene five, we get a flashback. They're at the party, lives at the table drinking, laughing. James walks up. He doesn't look happy even at that point. So I kind of had, had forgotten. I was like, okay, so did the drama already happen? Has it not happened yet? But he takes her outside. He carries her outside. Um, and then we see him propose and she's clearly not excited, which I hate that he proposed there. Why? I don't like when people propose at weddings, like propose Mm. somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Somebody just got married. Take their day away from them. Oh, that would be kind of rude. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. So James is a thunder stealer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he did do it like in front of everybody, but still like in the parking lot doesn't really make it much better. I gather from this scene that they have probably had this conversation before and he was probably aware that she was not ready to get married. Yeah, I kind of felt that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, James proposes. She looks down. I said she's clearly not into it. Um, And then it goes back to the cottage. 
So she takes a bath. Um, did she take a bath in the roses? I did the rose petals. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I think they were still in there. James is out at the table eating ice cream. Again, heavy tension in the movie already. Um, he pops the cork from the drink bottle. I have a note. Seth, did this scare you? The cork? Yeah. No. Okay, no <laughs> job scares for Seth Not yet. yet. <laughs> but I did write down several. Okay. Did so you guys notice, though, like other than the cell phone that could have taken place in the 80s? Yeah. Like the house is super 80s. It's an 80s car. Mm-hmm. Well, I just noticed that. I they did a really good job, or they tried to do a really good job of making us feel like that until it gets to the end. But right, that this place is really secluded. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere they don't frequent. Nothing's really up to date. Even like the kitchen and stuff looks yeah, it looks like straight out of the eighties. Old. So yeah, yeah. I, I I think we're supposed to get from that that it's like his parents' like summer home or cottage or something. But that obviously they don't use it very much. Very right. very dated though. I agree. Um, I think at this point he tries to give her the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Cause he says, I can't take it back. So you should just keep it. Yep. Um, she keeps apologizing. Neither of them know. And it's really awkward. Really. Is mm-hmm. neither of them really know what to do. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, uh, again, we don't know how long they've been together. We don't know if they've had this conversation before, but. I feel like they're being a little dramatic about the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. No, Seth doesn't agree. I can tell by that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, because mm-hmm. we don't really, like, I don't know, know what happened before. That's true. I don't even know if we really find out. Uh-uh. Other things happen, and we don't really hmm. get the full story. Well, he clearly, because he, he says that he's embarrassed, so clearly he this is embarrassing. She said no to him, but he, it's mm-hmm. like he did it in front of everybody and everybody saw. But nonetheless, right. he puts a new record on. She hugs him. They start, you know, getting a little dirty. I thought that was kind of weird. They were slow dancing. I put that she was like, (laughs) she's not ready for commitment, but she's ready to risk it all. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's true. He tosses her right up on the counter and they Mm -hmm. start going at it. Um, (laughs) And then thank, oh God. (laughs) And thank goodness we get our first loud bang on the door. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> James God. looks at the clock and they make it a point <laughs> to show the clock so we know that it's 4 a.m. I would not be opening the door at 4 a.m. No. No. I so don't open it during the day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would either. You wouldn't open the door during the day? No. Last time I did that, it was a Jehovah's Witness. Did you talk to him? Yeah. It was a, mis- <laughs> it was a mistake. How long were you <laughs> out there? Like five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, I was trying to be polite. Was it an old man or like a young child? It was like a guy in his 50s with his like... 10 year old daughter with him oh no so you brought I didn't the daughter say yeah i didn't want to say anything rude oh did the daughter talk mm-hmm. oh really yeah. huh did she ask if you were a sinner no <laughs> <laughs> i should just be like yeah i'm gay you can leave oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah I did like, you just tell him that no <laughs> oh we're like well my husband's at the market he'll be back soon <laughs> <The market. laughs> Oh, oh shit! Anyway. Way to make me lose my place. <laughs> bang bang on the door at four a.m. Bang bang at the door. The clock shows that it's four a.m. A girl outside with blonde hair um, is at the door. We can't see her face, and she says, "Is Tamara here?" Wait, you forgot. What? Hi, is Tamara here? Yeah, really creepily. And the high where she's like, "Hi." Um, 
he says, no, you have the wrong house. And then she says, see you later. Would you like to do the see you? I feel like you're really new. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You want to do the see you later part? I wasn't. I was just looking at it. No, go ahead. You can say it. Well, she said, <laughs> you sure? Mm. And that annoyed me. Why? Because I fucking don't like that. I don't like when, mm-hmm. some, when you say something and somebody's like, are you sure? And that's why I fucking said it. <laughs> in the first place. So... <laughs> I'm sure. Do you think anybody in the history of ever being asked, are you sure, has ever changed their mind? Probably not mm-hmm. many. I feel like at that point I'm doubling down, even if I'm yeah. like, fuck, they're right. I'm like, no. <laughs> Tamara's not here back in the back in the shower. <laughs> Tamara, hide. <laughs> Tamara, get out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, she leaves. James notices the light bulb is unscrewed. That would be my first... Yep. Uh, Right away. Why did she unscrew the light bulb? So he couldn't see her. Yeah. So I have a note here. Yeah. They're uh, they're clearly putting emphasis, a lot of emphasis, on this house being extremely isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we'll get into more here in a little bit. So scene six, cigarettes, sad face. We find out that Kristen is out of cigarettes. James says he'll go get them. He lights a fire. He says, I... I'd like to take a drive anyway. There's like a little bit of an awkward conversation between the two of them. And now I have a question. Yeah. They've up to this point, they've shown us how isolated this house is. We know it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's this creepy ass girl that just came to your door, unscrewed your light bulb and asked for somebody that doesn't live there. You're just going to leave to go get cigarettes and leave her there by herself. Good point. And then how far is he going to have to drive to get cigarettes at 4 a.m.? Yeah, it seems like they're out there. Yeah, and we never hear, like, a car start or anything when the chick leaves. Mm. So, like, is she just walking out in the middle of nowhere? Out in the boonies. I'd like to make a note. At 26 minutes and 5 seconds is the first time I lost my beer. But I found it. And what's open at 4 a.m. to go buy cigarettes? That's what I was wondering. In the boonies. Speedway. They're clearly in Ohio. (laughs) We have them on every corner. Even out in the middle of nowhere. Um, Kristen tries on the ring then she can't get it off of her finger which you mm-hmm. know all through the movie she has the ring on um, she's listening to creepy music have you guys ever heard this song before no, no. it's creepy it do you know who it is uh-uh. um, the song is Sprout and the Bean by Joanne Newsom. Hmm. Hmm. if you want to listen to it on the way home no that's a, it's okay and then we hear another hard knock on the mm-hmm. door I love these hard knocks on the door they're like this one yeah. single hard knock. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second knock. And then there's three more knocks. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the door. Uh, she's asked, is Tamara home? I think she says, no, he already told you that. Da, 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 da. Then she locks the deadbolt. So why was the deadbolt not locked before? <laughs> before? She also says, you sure again. Oh, she does? You really are, are putting a lot of emphasis on that. Did you almost shut the movie off? I would have. I if I was in that situation, I would have been like, bitch, I'm sure. <laughs> Get off my porch. <laughs> Get out of my house. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Kristen locks the deadbolt. I have a question. Why wasn't this already done? Again, I right. feel like they're not taking this... Um, guest very seriously then we hear the wind chimes out back 
Kristen goes and looks, and then I have a note here that says, finally the movie is getting creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes back from looking out the window. The back, there's a sliding glass door out back is right. what she looks out of, because that's where the wind chimes are out, I guess. Uh, when she comes back in, the fireplace isn't venting, and there's smoke coming in the um, living room there. The fire alarm goes off, and I have a note. Clearly, she does not know the pillow trick. Because she gets on a chair and just takes the whole mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah, just take the pillow and swing it. Waft at it. What is it? Waft. Yeah. Waft. Like when we, Waft. Like when we cook pizzas as kids, it always set the uh, smoke alarm off. Did your guys's? Yeah, my Maybe. parents' house now. Every time. So do you think somebody blocked the chimney? Well, I think the only way for that to happen is if they blocked it outside, but mm. it looked like it wasn't even going up the chimney. So I think because she goes and reaches for the flue inside. Mm, yeah, so, so she walks up and she opens it. Unless they were in the house and did it, I don't know. Yeah, I think they were in the house. Yeah, which we find out they are mm-hmm. in a second. Right. So I bet that's what happened. I just wondered. But if it were me, I would have wondered how did that happen. She's just like, oh, okay. Because right, they've been lit for a while, mm-hmm. so why would it be closed? Uh, there's another knock on the door. Then we see her rooting through her bag for her cell phone. I have in parentheses dairy question mark. I put, <laughs> of course, underline the phone is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I have why are the phones never charged? Well, this is still pre like big texting days and yeah, pre smartphone. S- still, so there. She finds her phone. Of course, her phone's dead. Um, I think she plugs it in and then she uses the house phone to call James. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's them know what's going on. Um, then also she goes and changes out of her nightgown into jeans and a flannel. So it's like she <laughs> is she like getting <laughs> ready for battle or like what's she doing here? So she goes and she changes. Um, and as she's talking to him, the phone line goes dead. So now at this point we know that there's been a creepy chick out front who mm-hmm. unscrewed your light bulb. She came back again after your boyfriend left. There was somebody out back messing with the wind chimes, and something was up with the chimney. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they're not there a lot. Maybe there's something blocking the chimney. But now your phone line goes dead. Yeah. <sighs> and this part is what annoyed me the most. And keep in mind, when I say it annoyed me, I'm not, you know, knocking on movies. It's one of my favorite movies. She goes into the kitchen, and there's an entire pack of cigarettes on the table. Yeah, she sent them for nothing. Is her name Kristen? Her name's Kristen, Kristen right? Yeah. Okay. Or as I called her, Kay. <laughs> well, I have Kay in some of this, and then last uh, Sleepy Hollow was Katrina, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I switch Cat. over to Katrina, I don't really mean it. So, yeah, she had cigarettes the whole time. So she's standing in the kitchen, uh, and that's when we see the man in the white mask behind her uh, in the other room. So you just basically see... I guess the best way to explain this is she's in the kitchen area. It's dark behind her in the other rooms. And you can see the guy's mask like come into focus behind her in one of the other rooms, like way behind her. And I said, this is a great scene. Super scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this mask is just a sheet over his head or like a pillowcase or something over yeah, his head. Yeah, like a pillowcase. With the eyes cut out mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. He's wearing a sport coat. And I thought it was blue, but at the end, it's brown. Yeah, yeah. it's brown. Yeah. Could have been the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, we notice that the face disappears. She hears the front door shut. So 
Yeah. Oh, man. I have to tell you guys, I did not get to watch this with headphones on either, and, and I wish I would have, because I think it would have been a lot better. Did you guys hear that noise? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was digesting sound. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> she grabs a knife. There's another hard knock on the door. She sees the smoke alarm is now sitting on the mm-hmm. chair. So now she knows someone was in the house. Again, something's hitting the wind chimes out back and dragging something. Did you guys hear that dragging noise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she opens up the curtain and the man in the white mask hits the glass with his hand. She screams. Jump scare one. Uh-huh. Did that get you? Yeah. Okay. Hear that plane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the record player the record player gets stuck at this point on repeat. Record player. The <laughs> front door opens and a girl with a Face painted mask is there, mm-hmm. um, which this is jump scare two. Jump scare two, but this is the daughter, correct? We haven't seen the mom yet. The first time we see the mom is in the truck, right? Right. So this is the girl that was there earlier and asked for Tamara, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's wearing a just a, a, a white mask that has some face paint on it, right? Yep. Mhm. Yeah, very scary. Here's a question: How would a man hitting the glass? On the door, make the record player skip. Well, that's a good point. We don't know, but it did. Maybe there's some. Uh, oh, excuse me. There's some for some powerful forces at be here that are just really poor. Kristen or Katrina. She's got quite the scream. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to the bedroom. They're banging on the windows in the bedroom. Fo- they're all clearly following her around outside of the house. I said, the first time I saw this, this scene was terrifying. Um, So, yes, back to her Mm. scream. I have a note about this later, but great scream. Yeah. Like, really, it's it's convincing. I think it might be my favorite horror movie scream. She looks like her face, everything. It's like a genuine, like, how I feel somebody's face and scream would be like in that situation. Mm. Yeah. Well, one of the things I read about this movie was that prior to all of these scenes where she's supposed to be terrified or where they're they're like messing with her, she yeah. would run laps and do like workout routines to get her heart rate up and to like run out of breath before filming these scenes so that she would be like out of breath and scared. Well, I don't know. She that did a great job. That makes sense. She did a great job. And I'm not saying that because I love her. This is a the re- this is the reason I love this movie because there's not really any special effects. It's just banging and noises. Yeah, it's almost it's really kind of realistic. Yeah. yeah, like this could really happen. Yeah. I mean, the masks aren't really that elaborate. You yeah, know? and they're obviously people. That's I think that's what's terrifying about this yeah. movie is that it could that could legitimately happen to somebody. Yeah, it could. <laughs> so again, we hear the front door open. Uh, the record player stops. We hear footsteps coming down the hall, and then it's it's James. So it's not uh, not freaky mass people. It is James. I thought it was odd. He didn't like yell out for her or anything. He's just yeah. like walking around in the house. Yeah, I too thought, especially after she already called him and told him what yeah. she was worried. And the phone hung up. You think he'd be a little bit more? That's why she doesn't want to marry him. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> we're finding out some stuff here, like uh, loser. like Jessica Biel and Kemper. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's too nonchalant about yeah. things. He's like, oh, babe, you're fine. <laughs> Get up off the floor. <laughs> Back to the counter where I had you before. Yeah. I didn't and mean for really that to rhyme, but. It's like the same kind of situation, actually, because he just leaves. That's true. Just leaves yeah. her. 
Although she left him, right? Kemper? Yeah, yeah. So did you have any suspicion? Now, I didn't because I've seen this, but mm-hmm. the first time that he had something to do with any of that. I think they want you to feel like he does because okay. I, and I think that's why the uh, man in the white mask is dressed up like that. Oh, ah, good point. Because there he was dressed up when he left, and I don't think he ever changed his clothes. Um, Just for how calm he was, I thought, well, maybe he... Maybe he's freaking out. That. Or that. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. No, that's a good uh that's a good point. I, I again I've seen this a hundred times so I knew that wasn't the case, but I don't remember back the first time the first time if yeah. I did think that, but I probably did. Um she's like hysterical and he's like clearly does not believe a single word she says. Um he looks all over the house. Uh and then we see her cell phone in the fire, correct? Yep. Yeah. I don't know why I said we see their, her cell phone in the trash. <laughs> it's on fire. I wasn't even drinking while I was watching this. Uh, but we see it. They don't. So they don't actually. They walk right by it, and they don't notice it in the, in the uh, fire. But they make it a point so that we see it. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the garage, and that's when somehow, I don't know, maybe it's like one of those things where you feel somebody looking at you. you like you know somebody's watching you. But she stands up on a chair and looks out of the tall window in the garage, mm-hmm. and she sees the girl standing out by the tree. Uh, so clearly she's watching them, and that's when James finally realizes, okay, she's probably not totally full of shit here. But, of course, his cell phone's in the car. Well, of course. And uh, he decides, I'm going to go out and get it, which really annoys me more later when we find out they have guns in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't he go get a weapon to go to the car? Uh, but this is a really cool scene, and I will we'll apologize now. I kind of ran all these scenes together because in this movie, there's not like a lot of, it's all, it's almost like one continuous mm-hmm. take on everything. So there's not as many scenes as the other podcasts. So you don't I'm have sorry. any uh, cool scene names like you usually do. <laughs> They're coming up, man. <laughs> we got, we got some coming up here. Mine are like back at the house, car, in the house again. <laughs> I guess I could have done Outside. Um, yeah, so they're in the garage. They see the girl at the tall window. James's phone is in the car. He decides, hey, I'm going to go out and get it. Um, so at this point, they go outside, and the car is beat to hell. And I think the, the rock, whatever, was already thrown through the windshield. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks out. He's looking all over the car, and, of course, his phone is gone. Um, then he gets in the car still for some reason, and that's when you see that hand, mm-hmm. like, Touches his touches neck. It, yeah. yeah, touches it. Like, reach, did she reach through the back window to do that, or was she in the she back seat? She had to have, because I had a note, like, how did she get out of the car so fast? Mm. So she couldn't have been in the back seat. I bet the windows were busted out, so she probably stuck her hand through it. Was caressing him. She caressed him. Fondled like his neck. He liked it, though, I think. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then when, so yeah, yeah, we see the cars beat up, he's in it, she touches his head, and then we hear, like, her running. And then it shows her standing by the road. But then you hear, so he's looking at her, which is the girl from earlier in the white painted mask. Um, he can see her, but then there's somebody in the woods to his left running. You can hear them running. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I'd be, dude. Did you hear the, did, do- the dog yelp? Oh, I didn't hear yeah. the dog yelp, but there's a a scene later where he uh, he says something to Kristen. James does that. Um, have you noticed since we've been here, we haven't heard a dog bark. We haven't heard... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember, but basically, hey, there's been nothing going on since we've been here. Um, so yeah, we hear somebody run by him, and then um, he 
looks over to see what's running through the woods. Obviously, he can't see it, but then he looks back, and the girl's gone. Um, so he's like, I'm out of here. So he, like, walks backward to the door, mm-hmm. which, again, I didn't understand. And he doesn't never tries to start the car. Mm-mm, not there. I would have tried to get the hell out of there. But I think he sees wires are dangling or something, right? Um, like from the ignition. Maybe, maybe he did. There so jump scare three here, but I don't remember what it was. He backs up into the door, and as he walks up to the door, Kristen opens the door and grabs him and pulls uh, him okay. out. I, just so I, I have jump scare. I bet Seth shit himself. I just wrote Jay goes in front door. So <laughs> I can't remember what happened. But yeah, I did jump. Every time I write that, I jumped. I write jump scare. So he's back in the house. They talk a little bit more. James finds his phone, and it has no battery. Scene six, the escape plan. Car. Car? That's all I wrote for this scene. Oh, That's yeah. That's my scene title, car. Yeah, escape plan. Or the car. So they run to the car. They get in the car. This time they do try to leave. I think he does start the car, doesn't he? Yeah, because they're backing up. Yeah, so he's backing up, and then that's when someone in a truck pulls up behind him. That's the first time we see the mom. Um, she's in suppo- supposed to be a pinup girl mask. I didn't. I just called her mom in a mask. <laughs> um, and then you see her rev up the truck and it takes off and they get out of the car, but it sma- the truck smashes into the car and, um, they run back into the house. That's when finally he gets a gun. So we're now this far into this movie and he's, I don't know about you, but if I knew there were guns in the house, I probably would have, uh, gotten one sooner. But he says, you know, my dad used to hide a gun somewhere. So it's not like he really knew where it was. Oh, maybe that was it yeah. then. See, I didn't catch that part. I thought it was funny because she was like, does your dad have a gun? Does your dad have a gun? He's like, Kristen, I'm looking. <laughs> Damn it. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets so mad. It would be it would be kind of um, interesting to see how different people would react in these types of situations. <laughs> like, I would like to think I'd be cool, calm, and collective, but I don't, I don't know how I would act. I don't think I would be. I know you wouldn't be. I'd put my. You'd probably be the worst out of us. I don't know. God damn it! What are we gonna do? Do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? Oh boy! <laughs> I could see it. I still think they should have floored it and just try to get away. Yeah, I mean, before the ramming. Before hmm. the ramming. Granted, the tires were flat, so I don't know how far they would have got, but. Or the t- the tires were flat. Yeah. Well, you know what? It'd be better than sitting there like uh, sheep. Right. I don't know. Again, I really don't know what I would do in this situation. I may just take off running like, see you guys. (laughs) I could definitely see that. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Okay, so uh, they go back into the bedroom. Um, Someone wrote hello on the window and read. Is that lipstick or paint? What is that? I thought it was lipstick. Okay, it's all over the window. Um, then we hear more banging on the windows. Really throughout the rest of the movie, there's a lot of banging noises, like knocking on the doors, banging on the windows, the wind chimes, stuff's being drugged. Mm, that's so scary, and all it is is just noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like throughout the whole movie. So you never really, and it seems like even the way they're acting in the movies, you really don't ever know where. It, it's, and again, there's three of these people, but it seems like it's all coming from different places all the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, there's more banging on the window. And then, did you see, like, something hit the window and, like, explode? Were they throwing, like, mud or rocks or something yeah, at the windows? That's what I was yeah. wondering, too. 
Because I had a note. What are they throwing at the windows? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so James Feces. finally finds the gun. And uh, then they have to find the bullets because, you know, like a smart gun owner, they hid their gun one place and their bullets separately. Mm-hmm. And then we find out James is a no good, dirty liar. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. 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 He says, I don't even think I know how to load this thing. She says, but you told me your dad took you hunting all the time. And he said, yeah, I, I kind of lied about that. So maybe we're finding out some shit now about James and why yeah. maybe this is why she didn't want to marry him. He's a liar. He's a liar. He just wanted to impress her mm-hmm. by being like, I can shoot a gun. Yeah, my daddy took me hunting as a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to finish that warm Miller light. Do it again. Can you do that again? That was beautiful. What uh, what I said? Yeah, go do it again. My dad took me hunting as a kid. My daddy. My dad. Did he call him daddy? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Daddy, daddy. Mm, it'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> he's like my daddy used to take me hunting. <laughs> oh man, so he's a liar. Um, but you know what? Now I see why my girl didn't want to get married to him. So it makes a lot of sense to me. They go back to the front door, and then the axe starts coming through the door, very The Mm Shining-esque. So -hmm. we see the axe head come through the door, and this guy, or gal, is just beating a piss out of this door with his axe, continuously beating it. They decide, hey, we'll just wheel over this piano on wheels, because that'll stop him. Yeah. So they (laughs) they wheel the piano over in front of the door, but you know what? It stops him, or no, it doesn't. That's when James shoots the door. And then it stops. It was pretty scary. Yeah. What I also like about the movie is when the stuff stops, it all stops. I don't know how they coordinated that as these three people running around this house at the same time. Well, I guess a shotgun blast would probably make them stop doing what they're doing. Exactly. (sighs) But yeah, anyway, I have a note here. So the tension... And the realness of this scene is what makes this movie scary. So there's not there's not a lot of blood. There's not anybody getting hurt. Again, I think it's because this could legitimately happen to somebody. I might have double checked that my doors were locked about this. No. Time. <laughs> Did you? I might have. That's hilarious. You have those windows downstairs with no curtains in them too, don't you? No, they have curtains. Oh, they have curtains? Yeah. They didn't have curtains, did they? Well, at some point they didn't. Oh, man. Mm-mm. I have four doors. There's four entrances. So. Oh, wow. Do you have that many? Yeah. It's kind of scary. That would be. Do you have alarms? on? Look at Jessica. She's petrified. I am. Do you have alarms on all these doors? Really? No. I have Humphrey. Oh, wow. He'll bark at least. <laughs> okay. So during this whole thing, I guess I skipped this part, but, but Liv Tyler uh, playing Kristen is screaming and screaming during this whole thing. <laughs> And I I think I said this already, but I said Liv Tyler might have my favorite horror movie scream. I put she's a real screamer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually sick during the filming of this movie. I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, she had tonsillitis while they were filming this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right? That would That's suck. rough. Yeah. So, and then she still let out all these wonderful screams. Uh, and again, James finally shoots the door. All the banging stops. They decide to hide in the back bedroom. Um, we hear the front door open, the piano rolls, 
and then a new record comes on. Do you guys remember what song it was? I put mm. country record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama Tried by Merle Haggard and The Strangers. Uh-huh. I have a note here. The ambiance and music in this movie are amazing. You don't hear a lot of music like this in movies. Mm-mm. Well, scary movies at least. I'm sure if you watched a, a hillbilly movie, you'd have Merle Haggard. But um, yeah, no, I love. That's another thing I love about the music is this music. This movie is the music. There's a lot of good music in it, and it's. They really use that record player really well in this movie, I think. Yeah. Um, so, again, Merle Haggard's playing very loud. And then we have scene seven, Mike on the scene. I actually have Mike shows up, but. Dennis. It is Dennis. Who's Dennis? <laughs> From, From It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Hmm, I don't think I, I never watched that show. Oh, is he a main character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He's part of the gang. He is part of the gang. <laughs> Dennis pulls up. He's leaving uh, James. He calls him Jimmy James. A real shitty message about how he came to bail him out. He's always got to get us get him out of message messes. And I think he might be a little drunk. But um, <laughs> as he's sitting there, before he even gets out of his car, a rock goes through his window. Is that what it was? I couldn't. I yeah. Couldn't see. What so a rock there. goes through his window. He sees that James's car is beat to hell. Um, he sees the front door is basically shattered and he hears the loud music. He can hear it from out front on the mm-hmm. lawn. Yet, uh, he still goes in the house. I don't know about you, but I, he had a cell phone. Yeah. It was just on He it. was leaving James a message. Why wouldn't he have called the police at that point? Maybe he was drunk. The only thing I can think of is that he knew that these two had had an issue and maybe he thought, uh, they were having a little domestic dispute and, um... It's a little extreme for a domestic dispute. I'm just, I mean, what <laughs> other, why else would he not call the police? I don't know. So he's in the house. He sees the house is destroyed. Um, we see the man in the white mask behind Mike as Mike's walking down the hallway real slowly. Uh, he raises the axe. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be the first kill scene. He's going to slaughter this guy with the axe. We follow Mike down the hallway. He n- never turned off the record player. Um, but, of course, once he gets to the bedroom door, boom, he gets shot in the head by James, and then the record player turns off. Yeah. Again, though, like, why wasn't he yelling for them when he came in? Yeah. I don't know. I would be. James, Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy James. <laughs> Dennis totally would have been yelling. Yeah, he would have been yelling. He wouldn't have even gone in. Very out of character <laughs> for Dennis. Yeah. He should have channeled his inner Dennis. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so James shoots Mike. Um, yeah, but Jay shoots his friend. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, here's my question. Uh, he just uh, owned up to the fact that he was not a hunter. He never really went hunting with his dad. Daddy, um, he shot him right in the head. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like that's a kill shot. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, maybe a little unrealistic, but blows half the guy's head off. Mm-hmm. Um, James realizes he shot um someone without a mask on. He keeps asking, "Why didn't he have on a mask? Why didn't he have on a mask?" And then he walks out and he realizes that he killed Dennis. 
Mike. <laughs> so they're both freaking out. Um, I think he goes down the hallway before her. Then it shows her awkwardly, like, crawl. Get up, crawl. Like, this weird crawl, get up thing over top of him. I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah. Scene eight. Killer. James is clearly upset. He's pissed off. Because he wants to go outside and... Um, Play. He wants to go outside <laughs> to the swing set. They have a really nice swing set out back. Yeah, you can hear, You can actually hear the swing set throughout the movie. Uh, which we see later why. But anyway, James wants to go outside to get a radio. Um, as they go out, we see the killer is written all over one of the windows. And mm-hmm. again, I think it was lipstick. That's what I thought yeah. of. It's not it's blood. Like, no. I think it's red lipstick. Um, but again. It's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe <laughs> she's just a bitch. Whoa. Is that the commercial? <laughs> no. It would be if I wrote the jingle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, okay. Um, J- James decides, hey, even though the front door is annihilated, we know there's three crazy-ass people after us. I'm still going to leave you in the house by yourself and go to the barn to find this radio. But I, he never makes it to the barn, right? No. Because no. he stops at a truck. Where was that truck at? It was out front, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just like right off to the side. Oh. Well, may, so was he ever headed to the barn or was he headed to the truck? He must have been going to the truck because my next note is Kristen heads to barn, of course, trips. So yeah. <laughs> well, she went there to look for him. So I think he did say oh, he maybe. was going to the barn, but he stops at this truck. So maybe there was a CB in the truck or something that he was yeah, looking for. I uh, why wouldn't, I mean, yeah, yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, but how would he know? Truck keys out. But how would he know there'd be a CB in there? Like, oh, was that their truck? Yeah. Oh. See, I thought it was like the fam- a family vehicle. At first, I thought it was actually in the barn. Because I think it's mm-hmm. the same truck they're leaving in at the end. Oh, uh, okay. So he's looking in their truck. Maybe he's looking for keys. That actually makes a lot more sense than what I thought was going on. Um, but then he like ends up he's in like the woods or like the line. The yeah. Because yeah. he sees the girl walking around with a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of the barn, so maybe that's why he never makes it to the barn. It's the mom, the pinup girl mask. Um, and he points the gun. We know he's a great shot, even though he's not a hunter. This is another great scene. So he's got her lined up with the gun. He's about to shoot her, and all we hear are footsteps. Like, f- obviously somebody's running, but then he turns around, and you see the guy in the white mask runs up on him. Uh, it goes back into the house. We hear a gunshot, and then Kristen is in the house. She hears the gunshot as well. And then I didn't really understand this part. So we know the guy in the white mask attacked James. It goes back to Kristen in the house, and then the guy in the white mask is in the house Um, because Kristen sees him, right? Mm-hmm. He's just staring at her. Yeah. So then she runs out and goes to the barn. So this guy's very fast. He Maybe he's Leatherface. Could be. Or a relative. He's a track star. Track star. So she's in the barn. Um, but no, she's not. She runs to the barn. <laughs> and of course. <laughs> trips. Hurts herself. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. At that point, I was like, oh, come on. Why don't these people ever cuss? Because like that's exactly yeah. what I do when I hurt myself. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Is that what you would have done? Yeah. And she just like hurts her foot. And she's right. like, oh. And I'm oh. like, no, I'd be like, mother. <laughs> like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> but she's so sweet and soft spoken. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. 
So she crawls on the ground. We see the lady in the animal. I said animal mask, but I don't think th- this is the pinup girl, the mom, mm-hmm. the mom in a mask. Um, walks up behind her as she's crawling, but she never like hurts her, doesn't touch her. Again, great scene. Yeah. A lot of tension. She never touches her. Mm-mm. So Kristen makes it to the barn um, where obviously she thinks James is. So I think she's either whispering or yelling for James. Uh, she does find the radio. Miraculously, it somehow works. Um, but there's a ton of static, and she can't really communicate with the person on the other end. We noticed that the axe is missing off the wall, too. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. There's mm-hmm. an axe missing, which probably is what we saw earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone on the on the radio says hello. Um, breaker, breaker, one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear some cans fall. We hear some stuff dragging. We hear feet running. We hear pipes banging. Mm. Um, and again, I have a note. The effects up to this point are amazing. Again, it's all the same stuff we've kind of been hearing mm-hmm. over. The, only this time it's out in the barn versus inside the house. So it's the same kind of stuff they're using over and over again. Um, the mom in the, in the white mask um, beats the radio with an axe, which is what you were kind of talking about. Because mm-hmm. uh, evidently they foreshadowed a little bit and we should have known it was gone. I didn't see that, but thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. So then Kristen's back outside, and she's crawling again. Yep. She was able to walk to the barn fine, but she's back outside. And it must be the grass on this injured uh, injured leg she has. She hides under a fence. It's like a fence she's hiding under, right? Yeah. And she can see the man in the white mask walking around um, in the <laughs> woods. I said she's crawling around again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breathing real heavy. <laughs> She is definitely throughout this movie. She's definitely breathing very, very heavy. <laughs> um, I would like to think that if I were somebody, you know, if I were a creepy serial killer and I was out there looking for somebody, I would hear that. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but she does see the man in the white mask, like walking around the woods. He's like staring at something and then like mm-hmm. walks on uh, the mom out by the barn. She's um, out in front of the barn and still kind of, I don't know, maybe that was her, her station was the barn. I'm not sure. But that's when we see the daughter in the um, the painted mask. She's swinging on the swing set, which throughout the movie you can hear the swing set like faintly in the background. So I'm guessing that's why she must have been out there on the swing set the whole the whole movie. She's just out there swinging, <laughs> and that's when we see through through Kristen's vision that James's car is on fire. Mm-hmm. So not only did they beat it up, ram it, cut the tires, they set the freaking thing on fire. But lo and behold, Kristen's okay. She lumps into the house. Um, and I have a note. She's being loud as hell. Yeah. Banging uh, around and shit. She's banging around. She's limping <laughs> around. And then all of a sudden the lights go out. Um, and the only light that's that's lighting anything in the house is from the fireplace, which I thought was a really cool effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this um, point, I'm like, where the fuck is James at? Like... Yeah, we don't know yet. Um, well, I mean, last time we saw him, he was being attacked by the guy in the white mask and the sport coat, right? But you didn't know that for sure, I guess, because right. since you heard the gun go off, you oh, thought yeah. maybe he got him. Maybe he got shot. Got him. Got him. Yeah, so she's looking around, and then you hear the piano keys, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So you hear these creepy-ass piano keys real slow. The guy in the white mask, goes, uh, he comes through, but he like, he's like looking not at her. She's off to his right, and he goes left down the hallway she's in a closet right not yet she was in the kitchen okay and he i think he probably knows she's there but he goes the opposite direction um and that's when she like backs up and gets in the pantry 
I also noted that he sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah, he's also breathing really heavy. Yeah, it was all that yeah. heavy breathing. It's like <sighs> so that's that's a great a great note because I think he knew she was there. I think he was doing all that on purpose mm-hmm. to fuck with her. I think so too. Like obviously everything because they could have killed her multiple times already. Oh yeah. I feel like they were doing this to scare them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. They wanted him good and scared. They wanted him good and scared. It's like the creeper. He's got to sniff him. <laughs> maybe he. Maybe this is like pre-creeper creeper. This guy is the oh. creeper before oh, he became the creeper. Probably not. Um. So we now are looking out of the pantry cracks like Kristen is, the cracks in the pantry door, and you can kind of see what's going on out mm-hmm. in the living room and the kitchen. Um. We're basically at her point of view at this point. And the guy's just walking around. I think he probably knows where she's at. Um, Jump scare. Jump scare. He sits down at the table. He's just kind of looking around. And then he nonchalantly gets up from the table. And he walks out. I think at this point she kind of thought, oh, shit, I, I think I'm safe. They don't know where I'm at. And all of a sudden, the daughter jumps in. Mm-hmm. And I have jump scare. I bet Seth is on his fourth pair of underwear. I did jump. Did it scare you? Yep. You forgot about, forgot about <laughs> it, or did you know it was coming? I forgot. Okay. That's good. Jumped. Jumped out of my britches. Kristen comes out of the pantry and tells the girl, he's going to kill you. I think she's talking about James. Um, In her I, creepy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So the girl uh, kind of messes with the knife on the table. Then she does grab the knife off the table. It's a very slow buildup. This whole thing is... is oh, yeah, she like twirls it around on the table and shit. Yeah, it's very... Yeah. Again, a lot of tension. This whole movie is so just full of tension. That's, that's what makes it scary, I think. Because obviously there's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of killing. It's Maybe it's just a very aggressive swingers party. Even when <laughs> there are deaths in the movie, like it's... They don't make a point of showing blood or the the kill scene it's like i don't know this the scary parts of this movie are all the tension and the Mm build-ups i think and the noises yeah exactly um so the girl slowly walks toward Kristen, and that's when we see james fall through the doorway from the sliding doors uh followed by the guy in the white mask and that's when the girl says you're going to die Kristen screams why are you doing this um and that's when somehow i don't know Kristen runs off to the bedroom Mm -hmm. yeah He's like, run. And that's when we hear James screaming from the other room. Run, um, And then all of a sudden the lights turn back on. Mm-hmm. The door cracks open. Kristen walks toward it. As she nears the hallway, the man in the sport coat and white mask grab her and slams her against the wall. She did try to go out the window. Oh, she couldn't get the window open. But I'm guessing it was like nailed shut. She's like, <laughs> Seth, I was thinking about you during this scene. Um, he grabs her by the legs, turns her around 180 degrees, and starts pulling her down the hallway. Why are you she, thinking about me? Oh, hang on. I'll get to it. <laughs> she, he pulls her um, right by dead Mike. I know why. I'm a little curious why there wasn't more blood. Where he pro- She probably would have been drugged through his blood. Um, but she's like grabbing the wall and the floor with her mm. fingernails. Why do they always do that? Ugh. Ugh. Um... Yeah, so for me, this scene was great, So, mm-hmm. and it, minus the fingernails. But even then, it plays into the special effects and the sounds, right? So 
She, I think she tries to grab the door. She can't even hold on to it. She's grabbing the wall. She gets past past the wall. She's out into the open living room, and she's just, like, grabbing the floor and with her fingernails, and it's just like, ugh. Uh, and then we hear her scream. Jessica, do the scream. <laughs> that was it. That was definitely it. I have a note here. This is definitely my favorite horror movie scream. Mm-hmm. Right, this one right here. Just hers in Just general. Her, yeah. I think she probably has the best. I mean, so I'm sure real. there's arguments. There's arguments, yeah. I'm sure, for like Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, is one that people think is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, damn it. What's her name? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt mm-hmm. mm. from um, I Know You Did Last Summer. I know that's mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chick that plays Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, that's another one mm-hmm. people think. Or have argued about, but I th- I do I think it's Liv Tyler. For me, it's Liv Tyler. Like I tell the girls, if we were all the same, it'd be a very boring world. <laughs> scene eight, the next morning. Ugh, the scene. It's <laughs> so, probably my least favorite. Really? Like it's just because it's so fucked up. I don't know. I and it's not that I like enjoyed it, but like it's a good scene. It is. It's just it's if you hate up. it that much, that's how you know it's a good scene. Ugh. So Kristen and James wake up. They're tied to chairs. It's daylight. Um, one of my favorite shots of the whole movie. So we see a shot where the camera is behind Kristen and James, and you just see the three they masked people. Creepy. And they're just like standing there staring at them. Did you? I mean, did you guys like this scene as much as I did, or am I like a weirdo? They're like hovering. No, it's just weird. They're just standing. There. Yeah, like yeah, the guy in the weird. white mask is slumped over. I don't know. It's just a really good. It's a really good scene. Like, I wonder why they didn't use that as the cover for the movie. But then I guess you'd know what mm. happened, right? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Kristen asks again, "Why are you doing this to us?" The girl in her creepy voice says, "Because you were home." Um, Kristen tries to move around. She's tied to the chair. She obviously can't move. Um, James looks down and sees that she's wearing the wedding ring that he or the engagement ring he got her. Um, she tells him that she loves him. To me, it's a little sad. It took all of this to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to really solidify that for her. She's like, well, you know, oop, shit. <laughs> well, you know, maybe he's not that bad. Um, I do have a note later. Hopefully I don't forget to talk about it, but we'll go back to it. Um, so, yeah, back to the, the question, why are you doing this to us? And he, she says, because you were home. Because I can't, you were home. Like totally <laughs> realistic. That could happen. This whole thing is very realistic. Mm-hmm. It is. Glad I don't live out in the boonies. I do. <laughs> this could happen to me. <laughs> Somebody back in the old stabbing cabin back in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So this is another great part. So the girl takes her mask off and then the mom takes her mask off and then the dad I'm assuming the dad in this work white mask takes his uh, mask off and I have a note here and again everybody's gonna be like man he really likes that Liv Tyler mm-hmm. <laughs> but her acting during this part of the movie is so good you hear that bird mm-hmm. <laughs> so again I have a note Liv Tyler's acting at this moment when they take their masks off is amazing you see it in her eyes that at that moment she knows they're not making it out of here they're going to kill them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
right? So I think up until they take their masks off, maybe they have some sort of hope of getting out of this because they don't know who the people are. They've never seen their face. But as soon as they take their mask off, just the look in her eyes is like, oh, no, we are so fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, testament to her acting. I, I, people are going, he's biased. Yeah, this is the part that I don't like. Maybe a little. Sport coat dad picks up the, picks up the knife. Um, Kristen's begging him to stop throughout this whole scene. He stabs James in the stomach. Um, and then the mom stabs James, which I, it's not really that bad. I don't know why you're so hung up on it. The scene in Scream with Billy and Stu stabbing each other is worse than this. It's not like the gore. It's just how fucked up is it that they're just like having fun just taking turns stabbing these people. It wasn't even like they like, because in Scream, even when Stu and Billy are stabbing each other, they're like angrily stabbing mm-hmm. each other. Like these people, like it's slow. It's That's like, why it's fucked up. They're like enjoying it. Yeah. And there's like no motive for it. They're just doing it like mm. for fun. I don't know. I'm getting woozy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got me too low. <laughs> so how do we know that it's um mom, dad, and a kid? I don't think that we do. I think it's okay. just assumed. I never assumed that till you started saying that. Oh, sorry. So I thought maybe I missed something. Is that what you assumed that they were like a family? I didn't. Okay, I thought they were like three people. Yeah. It's just what my family does on the weekend, Seth. I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, the mom stabs James. Then the girl grabs the knife and stabs Kristen with it. Um, the camera pans out to the street, and it's again it's deserted. There's nobody out here. We're supposed to believe that these people are out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody can hear them screaming. Obviously, with all the crashes and all the stuff that's happened. However, you do see like three or four mailboxes. Did you notice that? Yes, which I get to. We see, we notice that later. Two more scenes when we see the kids and they talk to the kids and how these kids are just able to walk to this house, mm-hmm. even though they have bicycles. Why aren't these yeah. kids riding these bicycles? I call them J witnesses. They're Mormons, actually. How oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, scene <laughs> nine. She lives back in the house. Mike's phone is ringing. Did you guys have this scene? This might be one of the extra scenes. I think it's an That's extra, why. but I have seen it. Okay. So back in the okay. house, we hear Mike's phone ringing in his sport coat. Um, Kristen and James are laying on the floor. James is like laying. He's he, This dude's dead. Like He has no hope. His eyes are open. Um, we see Kristen crawl down the hallway toward the phone. When she gets to the phone to answer it, nobody's on there. And before she can use the phone to dial out, it, the camera kind of pan because it's like kind of close up on her, and mm-hmm. like the camera kind of fades out, and you can see the guy in the sport coat, but you can't really see his face, but you can see him like hovering behind her, and yeah. he um he grabs the phone and takes it from her, and that's when it cuts scene to scene ten, <laughs> the good little boys. That's when you see the two boys walking in yeah. dress clothes, mm-hmm. pushing their bicycles. Down the street, a uh, beat-up Ford truck stops with, I said, our three killers in it. But we can clearly tell that that's who these people are. Um, the young girl gets out, which I'm calling the daughter. Maybe she's not the daughter. I don't know. But she asked um, if she I can have, have one. <laughs> can I have one? Uh, it's a <laughs> Christian pamphlet these guys are holding. But again, so how are they Mormons if it's a Christian? Again, I, I don't know. Showing that I'm not uh, not really well versed in this area here, <laughs> but but um, asks if she can have one, and he asks her, "Have you sinned? Are you a, a sinner? sinner? Sometimes, sometimes." <laughs> she gets back in the truck, and again, I'm assuming it's the mom. I don't know, but the the older 
female says, it will be easier next time. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. They must have been breaking her in, popping her cherry. Because I... Oh. <laughs> what did they gain by killing them? Like, they didn't steal anything. They didn't... That's the thing. I don't think that they... That's, they're that's just doing it to... Experience. Yeah. Hmm. They like it. Some people like to hang out and drink. Some people like to go out and kill people. I'd hmm. rather drink. <laughs> Me too. Uh, the truck drives off. It's the last time we see the truck. Scene 11 back at the beginning. So that scene we saw at the beginning we talked about, um, we see the boys. They're outside of the cottage. Um, they see all the carnage that's happened with the, um, the burn-up car, the rocks through the windshield, Mike's truck. All, everything's beat up. The car's smoking. Um, the kids go into the house. We see that Mike is, or not Mike. Well, yes, Mike is dead, but we see that James is still laying there, eyes open, dead. One of the boys walks down the hallway. Um, Kristen's laying on the floor in her white dress. And as the boy kneels down, she grabs him and she lets out her blood curdling. Beautiful. Best scream Mm -hmm. in a horror movie ever. Scream. And that's the end of the movie. It's the final jump scare. That's how it ends. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? It's great. Good. Good and great. It's great. I've seen it a lot of times. Yeah, it's a good movie. Hmm. Like I said, I like that it's mostly just noises and... Yeah. It's good. And like you said, it could really happen. That's what the scariest thing for me is that this could, like, legitimately happen. Now, of course, you know, our cell phones would be charged. Well, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. But can't you buy um, cell phone blockers now to where... Oh, yeah, I think. Well, it like jams a frequency. They can't dial out or anything, right? Oh. Supposedly. I don't know if they're like available for or if we could buy consumer one. purchase. We'll have to see. Maybe we can get one. But, yeah, that's The Strangers. Um, one of my favorites. It's up there. I actually forgot how much I like this. I think I texted that to you guys. I actually yeah. forgot how much I like yeah, this movie. So I haven't seen it in a while. So some questions I have after watching. Is that... This is something new. I think I started last podcast, but because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I always have all these freaking questions after I watch these movies, and I'm hoping you guys can help me out here. Mm-hmm. So between him slamming her head off of the wall and being tied to the chair, her clothes changed. Did you guys notice this? No. She's not wearing the jeans and the flannel outfit well, anymore. Like she, a white shirt on. She's back in like a white dress. So I don't know if it's the dress, like the nightgown she was wearing, or if it's the dress she had on at the wedding. I think it's the dress she had on at the wedding. Okay, so they changed her into that. Which is weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, they never, like, make mention of it. Mm-mm. Mm. Subtle. Hmm. And then I have a question, and maybe I was misremembering, but does she wear the ring the whole time, or do they put the ring back on her? I thought she was wearing it the whole yeah, time because it got stuck. Yeah, I don't think we ever see her trying to take it off again. Except that one time. Mm-hmm. And did you notice that when the kids come into the house, the the box, the ring box, is in the middle of the roses? Mm-mm. No. So when the kids come back into the house, the shotgun's on the table, the knives are bloody on the floor, but the ring box, the blue, it was blue, ring box was like around the roses. It was in the center of the roses. So it, it almost, to me, it felt like they were like performing like a marriage ceremony with these two. That yeah. could have been. Yeah. Could be. Because he know. was still in his, like, mm-hmm. suit and stuff. Yeah. 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 
and they put her back in the dress. She's got. That's why I was wondering. Maybe I misremembered. She didn't have the ring on the whole time. Maybe they put it back on her. I don't know. I thought she had it on the whole time, but I see. I thought she did too, but I, again, maybe I'm. It might be reaching here. I don't know. Um, and then note number two, which we kind of already talked about, is: Do we think or agree that this is likely a family of killers? I didn't think that till you said it, yeah, but now I that you either. did, like it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think it was, um, and I told you guys this earlier, but the, the killer's actual, the names of the actual uh, mass was the young girl was Dollface, uh, the older gentleman in the sport coat, ugly, ugly brown sport coat, <laughs> uh, was man in mask, and the mother, I'm assuming the mom, was pinup girl. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I only have two more. I'm sorry. I got a lot. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so, does Liv Tyler's performance in this movie deserve to at least be in the discussion for the greatest of all time in a horror movie? I think so. Yeah, I would definitely say so. That might be a good Twitter question. Yeah. Hmm. I like how you moved that. You did a great job. Was that graceful? Yeah, it was really good. You're getting better at it. I didn't even hear it. I wonder if we grease these springs up, if it'd be easier to move around. Probably. My butt was just getting numb. Oh, boy. (laughs) How's the fan working for you? Excellent. Great. Nice and cool over here. Um... I I feel like I'm being biased. I don't... You guys agreed, but I don't know that... What are your guys' top horror performances of, of actors or actresses? Again, I named off a few earlier, but... I'd have to think about that. Yeah. I couldn't just. Um, well, obviously, like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Well, he's just creepy. Yeah. On his own. Yeah, he, he really fits that character. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. um, yeah, I don't, mine always go back to like again, like the Jamie Lee Curtis's. Right. Kathy Bates is pretty good in Misery. She's really good in misery, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't know. Again, maybe that's a that's a discussion topic for another time, but I I think this has to at least be up there. Again, I think it'd be a great Twitter Twitter or Instagram question. I don't know. Um, the kids in it, yeah, yes. are great. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Again, that has to be up there in the discussion. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's probably so many that we're not even thinking of, right? I'm it's sure. hard to compare, though, because there's, like, you know, slasher films where they're just running around screaming. Yeah. Like it, where they're, you know, more, like, adventurous. and I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that bird, dude. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be a good discussion topic for later, I think, if we made notes mm-hmm. and talked about it. But uh, well, even then, when you say Jamie Lee Curtis, like, look at all the, the movies she's been in. I mean, mm-hmm. the Halloween series, Prom Night. Um, she's I been in a ton feel like she's kind of the same character yeah similar anyway yeah. that's a good point yeah so n- another question i had and i know that there was a sequel to this made in 2018 or 2017 or whatever but do you think and again that was what this was in 2008 so we're talking 10 years later but you know do you think that this could have been one of the great series of horror movies or should it have been left as a standalone which i i kind of still consider it a standalone because i know they came out with um, the Strangers, uh, I think it's called Pray at Night. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I've never even seen it. But, again, it was 10 years later, so. I don't think it'd be as scary. I didn't see the second one, but, because you, like, it, 
You already know kind of the premise and what they right. do, so it wouldn't be as scary. Yeah. I think it's a better standalone. Yeah. Standalone. Mm-hmm. What if they brought Liv Tyler back? Like maybe she didn't die. Then that would probably be all yeah. right. Or maybe she was in on it because she wanted to get rid of James. Oh. She went through all that. <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. She didn't die, though. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, twist. and again, I'm being biased. I think she did so great in this. I feel like if she would have, like, like a Nev Campbell in Scream, or, um, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, or whatever. Like, if yeah. if she had been all in, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done with it, but they didn't. Um, again, there is a sequel out. I think I think it's called The Strangers Pray at Night. But you didn't see it. I haven't watched no. it. No. Um. Okay, well, last last question I have for you, and I'll, I'll preface it by this. So on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie got a 48% Rotten Tomatoes rating, and the audience <laughs> rated it a 48%. We haven't done our rating yet, but... Yeah, but horror movies are always lower. Yeah, but not really. I mean, yes, from critics, but not usually on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like that's the fair place to go to get a rating. Well, but I'm kind of surprised it's that low. That's what I, the, My question is, is this movie drastically underrated? Yeah. If it's that's yeah. really what they're saying. All right. So you guys have your uh, stabbies ratings picked out yet? I do. Kind of. Kind of, sorta. I do. Kind of, sorta. Still processing. So I'm. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I've been uncomfortable this entire time we've been recording. Do you know why? Why? Ah, oh, because my chair was down so low. <laughs> oh, this is. I could go for another four hours. Well, I don't know about that. Well, okay. Um, we have our good friend, the bird, here with us. Should name it. All right. Well, I'm ready to rate the sucker. Are you guys? Yeah. What do you want to name the bird? Philippe. Ooh, <laughs> I like Philippe. It's an ethnic bird. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think we should call him Pip. Or Pip. I'd like to call him Pip. <laughs> Be an ethnic bird too, right? Mm-hmm. I like how you like enunciate that. An ethnic. Is that how I said it? Yeah. An With ethnic, that, like, an ethnic motion. bird. I didn't do the jerk off, did I? <laughs> ethnic. Ethnic bird. <laughs> ethnic. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's how I talk. <laughs> ethnic. I say something else. You guys think I say something else weird? What is it? Is it scenario? It's that type of pie that has nuts in it. Uh, pecan. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> anyway. Pecan. All right, Seth, you're up. Per the huge. You want me to give you a rundown of your previous movies? Yeah. Please. All right. So Seth rated Scream, 3.5. Rear Window, 4.8, his movie. Texas Chainsaw, 4.5. The Ring, a 4.5. Jeepers Creepers, a 4.6. Sleepy Hollow, a 4.0 rookie score. And Beetlejuice, a 3.4 stabbies. Before we get started, I always forget to do this. For first-time listeners, we have a very serious, well-thought-out, well-laid-out rating system for these movies. One through five stabbies. We've we now know Seth's historical stabby rating. Seth, what do you give the strangers? Four point two. Four point two. Yeah. It's a solid stabby score. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jess. 
I also gave it a 4.2. 4.2. Twinsies. Okay, I wrote it down and everything. Oh, I didn't write it down. Wow. You came prepared. Okay. So, I guess I should have did this before that, but that's okay. Just gave Scream a 5. Rear Window a 3.9. Bitch. <laughs> Texas Chain saw her first movie. She picked a 4.8. The Ring, 4.7. Jeepers Creepers, 4.1. Sleepy Hollow, 4.3. Beetlejuice, a 4.9. And The Strangers, a 4.2. Stabby's rating. This one's pretty high. Okay. Uh, For me, I gave Scream a 4.6. That was my movie. I gave Rear Window a 3.1, Texas Chainsaw 4.3. I should um, say this is Texas Chainsaw 2003, not the original. Uh, the Ring 4.9, Jeepers Creepers a 4.1, Sleepy Hollow a 4.1, Beetlejuice a 1.5. Jessica's pissed. Stabbies. So the Strangers. Um, again, it's up there. Seth loves my long-winded explanations. It's up there for me. Um, it's in my top five. I actually forgot how much I like this movie. Um, hmm. Sound like sack face. Do I <laughs> <laughs> sound like old sack face? Sack face. That's a dude that would hang out at sets on a Friday. All right. <laughs> the ring 4.9. Do I like it more than the ring at a 4.9? Mm. Do I like it more than Scream at a four point? It's going to be between Scream and The Ring. I'm going to give The Strangers a four point five Stabby's rating. Wow. Surprising. Above The Ring? Or uh, Scream, I mean? Just below Scream. Oh, below Scream. Mm-hmm. Just below Scream. Mm, that might be low. Too late. It's in his nipple. <laughs> that was more like a caress. That wasn't my nipples. Well above my nipples. He's got an offset one. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think part of the problem, not with my nipple, but with my ratings, is that I didn't rate Scream high enough. Hmm. I know, and you're weird. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Weird, weird. <sighs> mm, I really like this movie, though. I'm changing my mind. I'm going four point eight, four point eight stabbies. That nipple itch really did it for you. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> if you guys want to scratch it and then give your re- reevaluated, is it scratch and sniff? <laughs> Go ahead. You want to try? It? I want to know what it's. Come on, like. just scratch it. No, once. I'm not scratching your nipple. All right. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if you give me something, I'll like reach over and scratch it with that. Here you like use a, a, pen. a pen, like a yeah. reaching stick. Yeah, good. Ow! <laughs> do you want to do redo your score too? Me? Mm-hmm. You want to go higher than four point two now that you've scratched the nip of destiny? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the nip of destiny. God. All right. Anyway, uh. Seth and Jess both gave The Strangers a 4.2. I gave it a 4.8. That gives The Strangers an average Stabbies rating of 4.4 Stabbies. 
Oh, damn. Yeah. That's high. That's up there. Yeah. So right now, the only thing higher than The Strangers is going to be The Ring at a 4.7. I feel like that one's going to be tough to top. Yeah. Um, Texas Chainsaw at a 4.53. And then just below that is going to be Scream at a 4.36. But I'll be honest, if I could go back and change that Scream rating, I'd make Scream a 4.9 to match The Ring. But I can't do that. Mm-mm. Um. Unfortunately, I didn't think about scratching my nipple during that episode. So there you have it, folks. The Strangers, 4.4 average Stabby's rating. I think somebody's killing a dog. What was that? So listeners can't see this, but if you look behind the woods, there's a farm over here to the right. And on the backside of their farm, they have uh, dog kennels. Oh, I don't think I've ever yeah. heard it before, though. You should you should have heard the coyotes out here the other night. It almost sounded fake. Did you go out and pet one? No, they were way back in the woods, but they were like hooting and hollering and like <laughs> squealing at each other. Well, I just sounded like a real fucking wow. hillbilly. Out there hooting hootin and, and hollering, hooting nannies. No, but seriously, it sounded <laughs> fake. nannies. Like I got a little worried. I was like, somebody is fucking with us out here. And then I was like, listen, no, those are definitely coyotes. Did you guys catch that rabbit? No, but it's alive. It was out here last God. night. It's right after you left. There's this rabbit. I mean, the thing fucker's like that big. Huge. It's a meat a rabbit. A jack rabbit? No, it's a meat rabbit. A meat rabbit? Yeah, one that kids would grow and take to fair. Oh. It's huge. God, I sound like such a hillbilly. I've never heard it called a meat rabbit. Meat rabbit. What they're called, they're meat rabbits. They're, they're, fuck, they're huge, aren't they? It was big. Fucking big. I don't like that. They're not oh. fast. Oh, the girls are running up petting it, feeding it carrots. It's somebody's. It's not a wild rabbit. We have wild rabbits out here, but it's, it's somebody's rabbit. It got loose. Yeah, but the wild ones here are little. Yeah. Well, they're they're like th- slender because right. they got to get away from coyotes and shit. This yeah. this mm-hmm. thing, if dude, if a coyote, there's no way this mm-hmm. thing ain't running. This thing ain't outrunning Seth, and you've seen Seth run. Right. He's fast. Sure. Yeah. Fast. Leatherface fast. Yeah. He was as fast as Scott Speedman's car in The Strangers <laughs> after it got lit on fire. <laughs> It's my long dancer's legs. Dancer's legs. <laughs> All right. Time to jump into the next segment, kids. Do you want to play a game? Trivia. It's time to find out. Does Seth have what it takes to make a pick on the Horror Movie Crew podcast? I don't know. Or is he going to get left in the dust? Seth's last pick was Jeepers Creepers, which was one, two, three, four episodes ago. It wasn't that long ago, wow. was it? It was, yeah. Mm. So a uh, year behind Sleepy Hollow Beetlejuice and the Strangers. Mm. So it's been four episodes ago. Episode five. Okay, so rules of do you want to play a do you want to play a game? Um, since Seth has not picked a movie in the last year, um, <laughs> he will get to go first. I'll ask Seth a question. If he gets it correct, he gets a point. If he does not answer it correctly, Jessica can either steal the question or get a new question. I change these rules every time we do this, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah, um, you do. <laughs> first person to three wins. If Seth answers his third question correctly, um, Jessica will get a chance to tie it up, and then we'll go back and forth. Sudden death. You get to pick a weapon off the wall, and you will fight to the sudden death. Cool. Whether it be a chainsaw, a scythe, is a that, cleaver. Is that a Sith? Cleaver. A Sith, a cleaver, 
You know, Jess is going for the cleavers. What were those things last week you came up with out of nowhere? A sickle. A sickle? <laughs> a sickle? You could have Daryl's crossbow. You could have yeah. Michonne's sword. Mm-hmm. You could have Leatherface's chainsaw. Hmm. Okay, well, the possibilities are endless, kids. Seth, you're up first. Oh, we're not doing the cards anymore? No, I got a new way of doing this. The cards were... <laughs> It was kind of an ordeal. That's a fun game, but you really got to, uh, yeah. Anyway, these are going to be multiple choice. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Seth, what classic horror movie features a serial killer in a William Shatner mask? The Fog, Friday the 13th, Halloween, or The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? The Fog? Jess, would you like to steal or would you like a new question? I'll I'll steal. Can you read them again now? What classic horror movie features a serial killer in a William Shatner mask? The Fog. Wrong answer. Friday the 13th. Halloween. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Friday the 13th. Oh, are you serious? What, what was it? It is Halloween. The original oh. Michael Myers mask was a William Shatner mask. What? Oh. It was. I would have never gotten that. That one right there. It's tattooed on my arm. Everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, really? It's you would not have gotten would that? Would you call that a William Shatner mask? No, you yeah. have to. They like bleached it and they did all kinds of stuff to it to make it not no, look like I was thinking like someone wearing Actually, this is not. Like this one. is actually the William Shatner mixed with the Rob Zombie mask on my mm-hmm. arm. But hang on. <laughs> this mask is the original Halloween mask, and it is the William Shatner mask. It does look like him. That's weird. Yeah. Never thought. I never knew. No. So they took a William Shatner mask from I think Star Trek, and um, they bleached it and they did some other stuff to it. But yeah, that that is a William Shatner mask. So I was thinking like. A legit William Shatner mask. Uh, so I, yeah, picked the, I, I picked the only new movie out of your list. Because I'm like, oh, those other ones are old. The Fog is old, man. They remade it. All the other ones. It was old. No. They remade Shoot. it. We That's all right. Something. Anyway, yeah. so I'm over here schooling instead of just asking. Okay, so you chose to steal. I did. So by the rules, do I go back to Seth or do you go again? I feel like Seth would be Okay. Yeah, if she had gotten it right, it would stay with her, right? Mm, well, then you get to go. She just would have got a point. But anyway, we're zero to zero. Seth, in which horror movie does the protagonist write a book that contains only the line, all work and no play, makes Jack a doll boy, repeated over and over and over and over? Is this multiple choice or am I just supposed to guess? Multiple choice. Do you know what it is? The Shining. It is The Shining. Hang on. Ooh. Is this like an actually like a horror it's app? An, it's an app. Yeah, I'll send it oh, to you guys. That's cool. All right. One. Nothing. <laughs> All right, Jess. <laughs> what horror film was the first movie to show a woman in just a bra and nipple slip? Oh, wait. Just slip. Bra and slip. Sorry. <laughs> the Haunting. The Wax Museum, 
Psycho. The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, this is all old shit. Mm, well, yeah, it's the first movie to ever show a woman in bra and underwear. Or slip, sorry. Slip. A slip. Do women wear slips still? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Psycho. Has to be. One to one. Because of the shower scene. E, E, E. Which that is Jamie Curtis's mom, right? Mm, Janet Lee is the actress, right? Yes. Jamie is it? Lee, Jamie Her Lee mom? Curtis, yeah. In the know. opening yeah. scene of Psycho, Marion Crane, played by Janet Lee, wears only a white bra and half slip, having just had midday tryst, tryst with her divorced lover in a hotel. While the scene leaves much to the modern imagination, in 1960 it was shockingly direct. Mm. Seth. I think that's a tough one. Okay. You should know this. If you don't, I'm disappointed. In Scream, what is rule number one on Randy's list of rules for surviving a horror movie? These are all multiple choice. Never have sex. Don't drink or do drugs. Don't go outside alone. Do not say, I'll be right back. Oh, fuck. Don't have sex. Don't drink or do drugs. Don't go outside alone. Don't say, I'll be back. Randy's number one rule. Drink and do drugs. Would you like to steal or would you like a new question, Jess? I'd like to steal. Mm-hmm. Never have sex. That's correct. One to two. Jess is in the lead. Seth. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> in the movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street, what color is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Red and green? Red and blue? Red and yellow? Red and black? Red and green. <laughs> I like the sound effects. <laughs> Fun fact. Craven chose to make Kruger's sweater red and green after reading an article in 1982 Scientific American that said these two colors were the most clashing colors to the human retina. Really? Mm-hmm. Christmas colors? Mm, I suppose, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, two to two. Jess, are you ready? I'm ready. Bum, bum, bum. Let me find a good one for you. Have you guys ever seen the movie The Blob? Like the old one? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. What horror movie features a serial killer wearing a mask that was inspired by an Edvard Munich painting? The Man in the Black Suit, Scream, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, or Halloween. You can take one of these right off the list because we already talked about it. So, Scream? Yeah, it's that weird elongated That's face thing. Thinking. Ghost face. It's that painting where like the person's like screaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Mask in Scream is based on the Edvard Monk, I think it's Monk, painting entitled The Scream, 
That's kind of a creepy painting. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't hang it up in my house. No. All right, Seth, you need this, dude. You got to you you have to get this right to keep sudden death going. Okay. I'm really pulling for you. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what horror film caused some theaters to suggest that patrons prone to motion sickness sit in an aisle seat? Friday the 13th, part three, which was in 3D. The Blair Witch Project, all handheld cameras. Mm-hmm. The movie Vertigo. Or Mimic. I'm going to go with Blair Witch. Great job. We're in sudden death mode. <laughs> Fun fact, some theater goers watching the Blair Witch Project experienced nausea from the handheld cameras and actually had to leave the v- <laughs> actually had to leave to vomit in some Toronto theaters. Canadians. Ushers asked patrons who were prone to motion sickness to sit in the aisle seat and to try not to throw up on other people. Well, that was the first, like, shaky camera movie, wasn't it? I think so. Mm -hmm. Probably. Mm. It was supposed to be all done by, like, camcorders, right? Yeah. That was a good movie, too. Then, I tried to watch it again recently. It was horrible. Didn't we all try to watch it? We fell asleep. (laughs) I definitely fell, but Lucy was, like, a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried to lay her in your back bedroom, and she was, like... I had to rock her in the chair, and it was a disaster. Anyway, Jess, sudden death, question one. In Poltergeist, what grabs Robbie Freeling through his bedroom window? A water hose, a clown, an Indian, or a tree? A tree. Seth. Oh, wait, fun fact. The Freelings built their house next to a big oak tree. Stephen tells his son Robbie that he built the house next to the tree so he could protect them, claiming that it is a very wise and old tree. But the tree comes to life during a thunderstorm, smashing through the wall and abducting Robbie. It's very scary. Seth, sudden death. Question, you have to get it right. You gotta get this one, man. No pressure. Where does Friday the 13th take place? Camp Crystal Lake, Camp Clear Lake, Camp Crescent Lake, or Camp Kikiwaka? Crystal Lake. <laughs> We're having a Camp Kikiwaka <laughs> party. You guys know that, right? Yes. All right. Seth stays alive to <laughs> fight another day. Camp Kikiwaka. We hold you in our hearts. Did you watch that too? Yes. That's Salute Your Shorts, right? <laughs> yeah. Jessica, why can't Michael Myers be killed he's a ghost he's just that lucky an ancient druid curse he's a god ancient druid curse this might be the longest (laughs) going in Halloween the curse of Michael Myers it is finally revealed that Michael is the victim of an ancient druid curse which explains his inhuman strength and uncanny resilience each child chosen to bear the curse of thorn must sacrifice their next of kin on the night of Samhain. Hmm. I like the fun fact part. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. I like 
a fun fact part. It is kind of like, oh. I want to make this fair for Seth. I don't want to ask him stuff that I know he's not going to know. Not that I'm asking him stuff I know he's going to know. I don't want anybody to think that. <laughs> what are you doing? What? No. I was just holding no. it there. In Carrie, what do the other students dump on Carrie at prom? Oh, sorry. Red paint, pig's blood, spaghetti sauce, cow manure. Pig's blood. Right. Okay. I can yep. see your dirty pillows. They're called breast mama. <laughs> the election is rigged and Carrie is crowned prom queen, but her joy is cut short when she mm-hmm. finds herself covered in pig's blood. Plug it up. Plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. Do you really? Yeah. Jessica, which room does Dick Holleran tell Danny to stay away from in The Shining? Room 237, room 311, room 119, room 453. This is your favorite horror movie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but that's a tough one. Wait, say it again. Room 237. Room 311, room 119, room 453. I feel like it's the 237. I'll never tell. Yeah, maybe that's from. Don't say a word. It's fine. Go ahead. She guessed. <laughs> oh, you did? I'm sorry. Yeah, I I was like, what what was it? I said I was thinking it was the 237. Seth. I knew it wasn't four because I don't think it was that tall of a hotel. Mm. What is Norman's hobby in Psycho? Stamp collecting, photography, taxidermy, building model ships. Taxidermy. Norman is an amateur taxidermist. He says he likes stuffing birds because they are curious and passive, and several of his birds are displayed in the motel. It's a creepy fucking habit for a habit hobby for a kid to have. Yeah. Yeah. That song kind of reminds me of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Ding, ding, ding. Jessica. Yes. What was Penhead's human name? Duncan. Winston. Elliot, Gerald. Duncan. Seth, would you like to steal or would you like a new question? New question. (laughs) What was it? The answer is Elliot. British military officer Elliot Spencer was transformed into the Cenobite Pinhead after opening... The laminate configuration. Whoa, crazy. All right, Seth, you could take it right here, man. You should know this one, dude. This, wow, they must really want you to win. What is the unusual thing about the videotape in the ring? It's more than 100 years old. It won't burn in a fire. It does not include a time code. It cannot be copied. Does not include a time code. 
Oh my goodness! In an hour and Jesus. a half later, <laughs> Seth is our winner. And what better fitting than you to win on a question based around the movie that we, the horror movie crew, have deemed with the highest stabbies mm-hmm. rating of all time with a 4.7 average stabbies rating. Seth. Horror movie crew podcast episode nine. What movie are we going to be discussing, my friend? Skeleton Key. The Skeleton Key. Yeah, we talked about it last time, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. Kate Hudson Mm -hmm. at her finest. Not really at her finest, but. No, but it's a good flick. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good flick. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, hey, congratulations, man. You needed that. Mm -hmm. You needed that. (laughs) Two hours later. Well, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> going to give you a, an easy win. Um, I do like that better than the cards, though. Did you guys like that? Yeah. I feel like it was shit we know more about. The cards we kind of had to dig through. to. Yeah. Well, multiple choice makes it a little bit easier for everybody. Oh, that's true. Maybe we should do away with the multiple choice. No, I like the multiple oh, choice. Oh, okay. All right, great. <laughs> mm. All right, well, hey. So I think we talked about this, but... Well, hang on. We got to get into the best segment of the entire podcast, getting lit and talking shit. I don't is know some, what I thought. Is I somebody out there? <laughs> I swear I saw something like out of the corner of my eye. Mm, I don't know what it was. Keith running around naked. <laughs> That'd be cool. You know, Aunt B listens to the podcast. So maybe <laughs> she sent him over. She's like, Keith, go get in the podcast maybe over Maybe we there. should do some locker room. Yeah. <laughs> Had you guys ever heard of that before? No, never in my life. My, no. Um... I'll be honest, most of the notes I add on this, I worked into the discussion, which is probably why the discussion went so freaking long. But anyway, the budget for this film. Does anybody have a wild guess what the budget was? It couldn't have been that high. In 2008. There's only like six actors in the whole movie. Yeah, and like we said, not really special effects. I mean, yeah, true, regular true. clothes. The, I should, I'll preface it by saying this. The entire home was constructed on a soundstage so they didn't actually film this at a house they built mm. everything was done on a soundstage so they built all of it it's like crazy that that would be cheaper than just like renting or buying a house yeah. anyway maybe they had to do it for all the special effects maybe and she was really the only kind of big actress in there who's the dude scott speedman i don't really know what else he's in he's in uh underworld i'm gonna say 10 20 10 million, 20 million. The answer is a $9 million budget. Really? The box office was $82.4 million. Oh, made some money. They made a lot of money. Money, 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 money. It wasn't that 200 and whatever money. million that <laughs> Sleepy Hollow made. My God. But that's Johnny Depp, right? Right. So Johnny Depp. He's going to pull some cash. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So I was listening to our episode today. Um, Sleepy Hollow, that's the one that came out today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Seth says, um, what did you say? It was so funny. It was a time it was a time piece. It was a time it was an era piece or something about the uh um, period. A period, period piece. A period film or something. Film. And I was like, Well you can tell that's the only guy on the whole podcast that went to a freaking art school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a period film. Yeah, I got a giggle out of that. 
giggle. <laughs> Tee hee. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So I went back and looked. I think I talked about this earlier, but these. I was always under the impression that this was based off of the Manson murders, but apparently that's not the case. Um, it's a compilation of the Manson murders and then a series of break-ins and different things that happened to uh, Brian Bertino as a child in his neighborhood. But I guess somebody act when he was a kid, somebody actually came to his house and asked for somebody that didn't live there, and they told him no, they had the wrong house. And then they found out the next night or the next day that that night there had been like a series of break-ins and like, I don't know if there were murders, but break-ins in the area, hmm. which is what kind of led to this uh, movie being made. But I also looked Brian Bertino up and this guy hasn't made anything big. Mm. He did the sequel, but that was about it. Probably made enough money and I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe he doesn't have any good ideas. This was his one movie. Everybody's got one movie on him, Seth. Let's make one. Oh, God. Sounds expensive. I'll write it if you want. Um, <laughs> we should go out here, like, film one. <laughs> when I was a kid, we had a camcorder, and we used to make these little short films. <laughs> they were mm. the worst. I hope yeah. to God my mom can never find these things. But we used to make them, me and my friends. And then when, like, we'd do, like, uh, family get, like, my grandparents and people would come over, mm. and we'd, like, make everybody sit down in the living room and watch them. Oh and it was horrible. Like we would laugh. Like m- my mom and I, and like my dad, and like my family would laugh. But like, you guys have met my family. We're yeah. kind of uh, different than most families. Um, <laughs> most people didn't find it funny at all. So it was very awkward. So I hope she never finds those. Tapes. I hope she does. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I'm gonna text her and ask her if she knows where they're at. I think even if she found them, we wouldn't have any way to play them because they're like the little ones that had to go inside of the big oh, one. Oh, those things. Yeah. And then it went into the VCR. I forgot about those. Yeah. yeah. So, fun fact about the movie, um, the entire film was shot with handheld cameras or steady cams, which they wanted so that they can make the film shaky in certain instances, hmm. which I really didn't even notice. Yeah. I don't know if, if you guys did. I didn't get that vibe really. at all. I wouldn't guess that. Um, but, hmm. yeah, anyway, I think this movie is drastically underrated, especially yeah. after looking at the Rotten Tomatoes scores. It got less than 50%. Yeah, I agree. That's surprising. Our ratings are way higher for it, which I'm glad. Mm-hmm. But mm, I don't know. You guys got any notes? We've we've been going quite a while here. You guys have any notes you want to discuss? Anything I missed, glanced over, didn't talk about? Mm-mm. I'm noted out. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here. I've already closed my movie journal. Mm, yeah, they're ready to go. They got things to do. Just so everybody I don't have knows. Anything to do. Oh, we can stay on here if you want. Okay. We could do the Josh and Jess pod after this. We'll just talk about all things obscure. Okay. <laughs> we'll just like, we'll go out in the woods and we'll find like a stick. And we'll bring the stick in here and we'll set it in the middle of the podcast desk. And we'll just talk about it for like an hour. That sounds really exciting. Dude, somebody's going to get high and want to listen. They're going to be like, I can't Somebody wait. Somebody on yeah. shrooms is going to get into that. <laughs> the Josh and Jess podcast where they just talk about obscure items out of the woods. <laughs> anyway, for everybody that else like Seth that wants to go home, um, just where can they find us at on social media and um, podcast places? <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at 
horror movie crew. Wow, you did a great job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did a great job. And I just want to throw this out there. Um, I may be overstepping, and they may get upset with me, and I'm sorry, but I just feel like in the time that we live in right now, this needs to be said. Liv Tyler, if you want to contact me, I'm at Josh's Mannequin on all social media <laughs> platforms, joshbowers22 at gmail.com. We're out of here. Bye. Bye, y'all. Yeah. If you put a bag over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the light.